Welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. My name is David. My name's Matthew. And we are the Taylor Bros. We are in our final episode, episode six of the Summer Shorts series 2023. That is six episodes that are based on a blog post, six dead simple ways to improve your relationships, all trust building exercises. If you haven't caught the rest of them, go and catch them. They're all sort of 10 minutes long, so you could even watch watch them or listen to them all in about an hour which is wonderful and they're based on a blog post that david did that's down in the the show notes today's one is apologize sincerely and before we jump into it we have recently done a full length 20 to 25 minute episode all about apologizing episode 90 that also will be in the show notes so go and check that out as well can you sum that that episode up in a sentence yeah basically apologizing well is like, um, oh, what was it? A, a good apology is like uh, an antibacterial thing. What's it? Antibiotic, that's it. And a bad apology is like rubbing salt in a wound. Mm. So effectively, if you apologize well, you've made a reparation and that brings you closer together than before. If you apologize badly, you just make the rupture worse. And mm. you go, I, I was just doing this to paper over something. I don't really take responsibility. So. Perfect. So, um, if you remember, episode three was all about or of this summer short series was all about making and keeping commitments. And I'd mm. made a commitment to mentor these guys and I'd failed to keep that commitment. And I'd been basically told off and I, you know, a lot of what was going to come next for the year was in the balance. Would I be able to do it? Would I not? And I'd mm. sort of I owned up to that. I took responsibility and I basically said, yeah, I'm really sorry. And then in that moment, I made a commitment that this wasn't going to happen again. And they chose to give me that role. And over the next nine or so months, I was responsible for three different groups and lots more mentoring than just two. I think it was at least six or seven each time. So probably in a total of about 20 or 25 people. And I didn't miss a single mentoring opportunity. I made them happen. I didn't just apologize i made a commitment to make sure that didn't happen we didn't let them down as an organization i didn't let them down and i didn't let my manager down and it it, in my actions i showed that it was a true apology that there was a genuine like this is sincere and i you know this stuff is all based on the stephen covey stuff and that he's written and he basically says uh, apologize sincerely Mm. and that looks like a true commitment to not letting that happen again and i think that's that's sort of one of the apology things it's very easy to be like i'm so sorry but really what i want to do is just placate your aggravation your negative emotions um yeah yeah, i just want to placate you i don't really want to change but actually a true apology is to make sure that it doesn't happen again and that's again this emotional bank account am i making a deposit or am i making a withdrawal well if you have to make a uh, an apology you've already made a withdrawal Right. So but a sincere apology can make a real deposit. And if you make that true commitment to change, that actually can end up in a net positive. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think ultimately it's just it's really hard to apologize sincerely well because you have to overcome those. It feels innate desire to justify ourselves uh to vindicate ourselves and maybe apportion some blame to the other person yeah i'm really sorry for what i did but this is what you did that made me do that and so oh you've now you've lost it apology is now finished and now you're into blaming that or 
it's really hard also to not want to just protect yourself. And we spoke about this in our previous episode. This is one of the reasons why most corporate apologies or political apologies are not real apologies, because what they're trying to do is they're trying their best to effectively go, it happened. It's all passive language, you know, mistakes were made rather than we made a mistake. So it's like it's a it's admitting that something went wrong, but not that we did it wrong. And with the last thing we want to do is put it in writing or in words that we're owning up to this because now we're going to be invulnerable. And so that's the thing is when you're trying to self-protect, you actually can't apologize truly. And of course, in a corporate sense, there are there are obviously legal things to consider. But in a relational sense, a personal relationship sense, that's not what we want to be doing. We want to be repairing the ruptured relationship. If I'm just about self-protection, well, the best thing I can do is not even bother with relationship in the first place because you're going to get hurt. And so, yeah, this seems pretty obvious. How does relationship connect to apology? But if you've ever had a friend that has never apologized when they've done something wrong, you ultimately stop trusting them. Yes. And furthermore, if they always apologize and they've always doing the same thing and they keep doing the same thing, and even though I'm oh, sorry I did that, I'm sorry I did that, and it was the same thing over and over again, you also don't trust them because ultimately you realize this isn't a sincere apology. They've not committed to not doing it again or, not, you know, actually they're going to continue to do that. And so there's a, there's no trust there. And so the relationship is damaged every time there's a wrongdoing and a followed up up with a insincere apology it's a, a withdrawal a withdrawal and another withdrawal yeah absolutely i i have a story which is a bit of a strange one but it and it caught me completely out of the blue when it happened about when someone apologized to me for something i didn't even know that they'd done because it was when it was when we were on the ship and someone was was leaving it was the end of their time and they came over and they said to me I, I want to apologize because of some of the attitudes and the thoughts I, I had about you when I first met you. I thought you were, you know, arrogant and uh, I, some other things. I can't remember what they said. I blanked it out because, you know, <laughs> no. uh, and but now, you know, as I saw you and saw you working and the, your dedication, I realized actually that wasn't who you were. And, and it changed my opinion of you. But I in my heart, I thought you know, these negative things about you. And it really took me back. It was, I mean, maybe it was a shame that they waited until the day were ending to do it. And I think that's maybe what we often do. We wait until an ending and then we go, oh, no, I've got to fix this now. Or we wait until the diagnosis or whatever. So maybe don't do that. But it really took me back because they could have just left and it would have been unsaid. And I would never have known. And I, I wasn't particularly close with them. But, you know, we got along all right. It was fine. But they did that. And it really put them up in my estimation. Because I was like, wow, like they were bold enough to just own up. And then take this and not make any justification and just say, I'm sorry for that. And I want to apologize. In a sense, it was confessing. I was like, wow, that's really powerful. And so I, I wonder if there's an opportunity for, you know, for me to do that to someone or um, you guys listening. Can you think of, is there someone that you, have, you know, that you have harmed in a way that they don't even know and that you could do a wonderful uh, a wonderful deposit into that emotional bank account and that relational bank account? by going on and owning up to that without being confronted in court. Because as we said in our previous episode on uh, episode 90 on apologizing, one of the things was the last thing we want to do is I'm sorry when you get caught, because it's like, actually, I'm, all I'm saying is I'm sorry I got caught, not yeah. I'm sorry for doing that. So we want to be preemptive on these apologies. Don't wait until you get caught. 
go and, and freely open up and say, actually, I'm really sorry about that uh, because I value the relationship more than being right. Yeah. And how many times do we hear that saying, you know, is it more important to be right or to be in, in sort of like good relationship? And it's like, well, yeah. we all like to think we'd like to be in a good relationship. But, but actually, sometimes we choose to buckle in you know to uh lock down and be like no i'm right in this uh i'm i'm completely you know impervious and so we're talking about you know building trust and building relationships and it's it's really simple sometimes we'd like to believe that we're never going to make a mistake we're going to treat everyone perfectly and everyone right but ultimately we will all wrong someone and there will be a time when we've made that um, withdrawal from someone's emotional bank account and we need to forgive and that forgiveness is important it is an opportunity to strengthen the relationship to make that deposit but also it requires potentially a change in behavior and that's yes. one of the reasons why it's difficult because a real apology does lead to a true commitment to making sure that doesn't happen again and that yeah. requires us to change absolutely so i would just say to summarize the whole series These are six dead simple ways to improve relationships, but it doesn't mean it's easy. And that's ultimately why we don't do them, because it doesn't feel easy. So whilst it's simple, it's not easy. Go and do the hard thing, guys. You can do it and your relationships will be better. I'm going to do the same. So go and make it count. We will see you next week as we get back to a usual flow.